0: Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, October 20th of 2020. Um, and let's see, we have no big updates from the day. I did, however, just try and do this intro about 20 times and every single time my dog barked. So you're welcome for making sure that that didn't happen. Ugh. she gets very jealous of the podcast because I'm, she thinks I'm talking to her and I'm not talking to her. She doesn't understand. She doesn't like it. She gets very jealous. It's a problem in our lives. Someday, hopefully this will end. We've been doing this for nine months and yet she still barks every time. Usually just once though, not 20 times. So really we're just getting worse that's what's happening. So that's the only update. (laughs) Um, and then, so we're going to get started right into the British Royal family because there was nothing in Belgium, even though there were scheduled events, they didn't happen. I, I don't know what's going on over there, but the events just keep getting canceled. I'm sure it's like a COVID thing, but like things are getting canceled and it makes me very sad. Um, because they looked like really cool events, and both of them for the week have gotten canceled, but then something got added in on Friday. It's, it's too much to keep track of. Um, so yeah, we are gonna move right on in to the British Royal Family. Today was World Osteoporosis Day and the Duchess of Cornwall, who is the president of the Royal Osteoporosis Association, um, did a couple of things to mark that occasion. Um, So the first thing is she sent a video message um, where she actually shared her personal experience with osteoporosis. Um, So she started talking about how she got involved 26 years ago, Um, which would have been even before her marriage, um, to Charles, and how her mother suffered from osteoporosis. And ultimately, like, that is one of the things that led to her mother's, um, death. And she went really into, you know, detail about her experience and, um, how she has gone on to help. And be a part of the organization, and then now in her role as Duchess of Cornwall, um, she gets to help even more. So that was a great video message. Um, and then she also hosted a tea at Clarence House, um, and I have very mixed feelings about this. So I always, I always err towards the side of they're doing something okay. Like, that's always my general rule of thumb. But I don't understand why we had to have people over for tea. Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't understand. And, like, unless it's updated the last time I checked, London was a red zone in the European Union, which makes it a hotspot for COVID. Like, why? Why are we having people over into a confined space for tea? I don't understand. (sighs) Look, I understand that at some point we have to return to normal in 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 a new way. But like, can we stop trying to have events that aren't normal anymore? Because they're not. Like, we shouldn't be having tea. Granted, it was a small group of people. And I'm sure the pre-COVID plan was a lot larger. But, like, come on. Just stop. It's annoying. Um, And I want to, you know, I try to be fair across all the royal families. And, like, this is something that I would be furious over in some other countries. And like, honestly, like, this is annoying. Why? Why are we doing things like this? I don't understand. And I I know, I know that not every country is the US and not every country is under the same horrible situation that my country is in. But, like, the UK is not doing so great either, and we're constantly seeing spikes. Like, let's not hold tea with people that are probably over 70. Let's just not do it. I don't... uh, It's not a good idea. Okay? It's not a good idea. That's how I feel. Let's do things that are good for us and not potentially COVID spreading. Okay. Anyway... That's my rant about COVID again, sometimes I just wish the Royals would do the right thing, even if legally it's fine, just do the right thing, do the good example. And I don't feel like this was a good example, but that's me. And I'm sure by the UK standards, it was fine. Um, so anyway, that's that, that's how I feel. It's frustrating. I'm getting frustrated with these families, like just not. not following good guidelines. Anyway. um, So after that, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge held two different events. Um, The first one isn't really an event, but they went to go see the Hold Still Gallery, which is not in like the National Portrait Gallery. It's actually on the streets of London. So it's kind of like billboards um, that are displaying the 100 final pictures of The hold still competition. Like it's so cool. Um, so they went to go see that. Um, they took, you know, they took in all the different pictures. Some of them were were, like singled out and then they were on, um, all together on a board. It was very cool. Um, just like on the streets of London. Um, and then it's going to be like a touring exhibit. So it'll go to, I think I saw like 80 towns or something. So it'll be a very well traveled um exhibit and a lot of people will see it even though a lot of people are able to see it online. Um, you can now see it like every day in person, which is awesome. Um so that was the first thing they did. And then they also visited um St. Bartholomew's Hospital um to meet with the NHS workers there to talk about their experience with COVID and being, you know, in a hospital setting with COVID patients and what that's like now. Um, now that COVID isn't like I mean it is still new and novel, but like we've been dealing with it for a few months, so it's not so foreign I guess anymore. Um so they were able to talk about that. Um and then there were some other things happening, but I don't I guess I'll look at the court cir- circular now anyway, um to see if it was announced, but like it's for an upcoming event. I don't think it's happened yet, so I don't want to talk about it yet because Upcoming. Um, so let me pull up the court circular here. Um, let's see. Um, yep. So there's the Duchess of Cornwall events. Um, yeah. So it is not on here for the Duke, uh, for the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, but they did, uh, do something really cool that I'm really excited to see when it comes out, but I don't know when that is. Um, But anyway, that'll be cool. So a very cool, um, day for the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. I'm mad at Camilla right now. I'll get over it. Don't worry. Um, just, it's not even Camilla. It's just like the situation, like I'm just follow COVID guidelines and maybe she was, like I, like I said, I always try to err on the side of they are following the guidelines and they're doing what's right. But as other royal families have proved, sometimes they're not. Um, And so I try not to hold everyone to the American standard or like, it's not even the American standard. It's like my American standard, um, which is like, we should still be wearing masks at all times. Like I just got back from my job and I go into different places. And so I wear a mask for, you know, nine hours every day I'm in a mask and that's fine. but like a lot of people don't do that anymore. And it's just frustrating. So anyway, um, that's how I feel about all of that, but I'm very excited for the events that the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge had. Um, and so, yeah, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the Danish royal family. Today, there were no events in with the Danish royal family, Um, however, they did make an announcement today. Um, So every year, the Danish royal family hold um, New Year's receptions for different bodies of government in Denmark. And those are held like literally January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd, January 4th. Like they're held very quickly in the new year. Um, and today it was announced that those have already been canceled for 2021. Props to the planning. And I don't know, like, I don't know why my mind thought this. I don't, because it's not based in reality. But like I was kind of excited for them and I don't know why I thought they would happen, but I did. And it's just like, Oh yeah. Just because 2020 is going to end does not mean that COVID and COVID measures and COVID cancellations are like, this thing is not going to be solved by January 1st of 2021. (laughs) Like the clock isn't going to strike midnight and all of our problems will be gone. Um, And it was just this, like, reminder of that today. Um, So there is still going to be, like, a very, very small reception. And I think that means that the royal family would be in attendance. Um, But I don't know that. Um, Queen Margrethe will still give her New Year's speech, which is premiered on New Year's Eve. Um, Like I said, I want to do a full, like, special New Year's episode. Or special... I mean, it'll be on. It'll be in the new year. Like, it'll probably be January second, maybe January first, but it'll be a bonus episode that talks about like each monarch's um, Christmas or New Year's speech um, in greater detail after I've like read all the transcriptions and translations and all of that, and um, you know, have more time to sit with it. So, probably January January second. but like I was kind of, cause those are the first events of the new year. Um, I was like, Oh cool. So like, even in the first week, like we'll have all of those receptions, but like, no, we won't. <laughs> nope. Not how that's going to happen this year. <coughs> it's just, <sighs> sometimes I understand cancellations and like this one, I understand. And like, sometimes I let them roll off. And then this one just like, it defeated me a little bit. I was very upset when I saw that just because the unrealistic part of me was like, Oh, this will be over by January. But like, no, it won't. I was saying this would be over by summer in March. And here we are in October and things are kind of going back to terrible again. So anyway, that was the big announcement from the Danish Royal family. Um, um, bummed me out. Sorry if it bums you out too. Um, but like it's 2020 and of course this is going to happen and it'll happen into 2021 because COVID, COVID doesn't stop at, at, midnight. So that's the update there. There is no official update for the Dutch Royal family. So we are going to move right on now into Norway. <coughs> just have a downer of an episode, um, which we kind of do, in all honesty. Um, but anyway, so today, Crown Prince Regent Akun visited the Falstad Center, which is located um, at the site of the former Falstad concentration camp in Trondlog, which is where Akun has been, um, he was there yesterday and obviously today again. Um, and so he visited the concentration camp or death camp or, you know, whatever you call it, but a Nazi run camp, uh, Nazi run place where atrocities happened. Um, so a little bit of a backstory, Norway was, um, very quickly taken over by Nazi Germany. Um, the Royal family fled, um, cur- the current King, King Harald, um, and his mom and sister, um, went to the U S. Um, his father then crowned Prince Olaf, um, I think was in London most of the time. Um, And like running base, like being a part of the shadow Norwegian government. Um, And so the Nazis had control over Norway and this place used to be like a boarding school. Um, And they were going to try and make it like barracks, I think, but decided that it wasn't, right for that so it became um a prison for danish um people who didn't support the occupation of denmark um denmark was occupied very very quickly um and so people who had said like basically traitors to the nazis um were were there um and then it also became a um I hate calling it this, but I don't know what else to call it. Like a holding spot um, for Norwegian Jews who were then going to be transported to Auschwitz. Um, you know, it, <sighs> I don't even know what to say. Um, I'm trying to talk about this and no words are coming out because the horrible things that happened here and awaited these people who were going to be transported to Auschwitz where almost inevitably they would have been killed Um, and I sometimes and today is one of these days where that tragedy is too much to think about. So that is what this place was. It is now a education center in Norway's um, for children, uh, mostly like older, um, older primary and definitely secondary school children to learn about the Norwegian role in World War, World War II, um. Cause it's one that you don't hear a lot about. Um, Scandinavia was pretty much just kind of like marked for lost. Um, and you, so, so like as an American, I didn't really know um, Scandinavia's situation with the war. Um, I of course knew more about like England's role. And, um, as a, as an avid reader, like the Dutch role, um, I only knew about that because of, um, the Diary of Anne Frank. Um, like I didn't, I don't have, I have a base knowledge from an American education. I don't have a large understanding. Um, but this center now, um, teaches Norwegian children about, um, how Norway was impacted by the war and with these camps and all of, all of that. Um, so it's a really something good. No, no, nothing good. Um, it's a way to learn about the horrors that have happened in our history. I think is the best way to say that. Um, It's probably not, but it's the best way I know how to say that. Um, Because nothing good came out of the Holocaust, nothing. Um, But it did happen. It is now history. Um, Although apparently there are people who are saying it didn't happen, which boggles my mind. Um, But it, it happened and it's a way to learn from history's mistakes hopefully, and learn from them to not repeat them. Um, is the hope now. That's what we can hope for from these centers now, um, is to teach people about the terribleness in hopes that future generations do not repeat said terribleness. So, that is the update on Norway. That isn't a lot of updates on what Akun was doing, because honestly, like, it doesn't really matter what he was doing. I mean, he visited it, but the point of that is to bring attention to it. And so, I think it's better that I talk about the historical context than it is, I mean, he toured it he met with some students who were there. Like that's, that's the extent of his role that they shared. They really shared a lot of the history behind the the place. Um, and that, you know, that's important. So that's, that's our history lesson for the day. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on to the Spanish Royal family. Today, Queen Letizia attended the fourth conference on informed treatment for disabilities, um, focused specifically, I believe on intellectual disabilities. Um, so here's the thing. I typically know a lot about what the Spanish Royal family is doing. I've mentioned this many times, but like I speak Spanish, I follow their stuff really closely. And this is one thing. I don't understand what it's about. I have watched the event. I have read everything on it. And I can't tell you exactly what the point of this is other than it's just one of those meetings and everybody knows what kind of meeting this is. Like you go to a meeting and it has like a general talking point but it's focused on so many different things that like it doesn't have a completely understandable like idea. Um, and so that's what this was so many hands were in putting it together that like what came out of it didn't make a lot of sense. Um, so it was focused on different ways to provide treatment, provide accessibility to people that have intellectual delay or disabilities. Um, and so this can range from a, like, very non-life-altering, um, but, like, mildly inconvenient. I hate calling it that, but, like, um, s- slight life-altering to severe life-debilitating um, intellectual or cognitive issues. Um, and so it was focused on, like, so many different things. I couldn't follow it. Granted, like, I'm not fluent in Spanish, but I'm pretty decent, and I still couldn't really figure out, like, what the main message was from this. Um, Letizia also, like, she was, she was there, um, but she, she didn't speak, she didn't do, she, she listened, I'm sure, um, but she didn't partake in, like, the conversations or anything like that. Um, And sometimes, you know, that's fine too. Like maybe this was more of an information gathering for future projects or future roles. Um, But like, I don't know, the whole thing just was not super cohesive. The reporting on it from various outlets just wasn't comprehensive. Um, Casa Real usually does a really, really good job or they used to that that's been kind of lacking too, but like they usually have done a very good job of explaining like what's what, what happens, what the point of things were. And like, that just wasn't there. Um, Most of the conversation around the event was on her suit jacket, which was like, fine. Like, I understand um, people were talking about it. I, I would talk about it too. I have talked about it today, but like, the actual event itself. I don't understand what it was for, um, which I hate. So anyway, um, I guess I'll join the bandwagon and talk about our suit jacket. Um, it was a Hugo Boss plaid over, like a black and plaid looking oversized suit jacket. And it's getting a lot of attention. It's a black jacket. It's a little big, like it's the style of course, that's what she's wearing. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm so frustrated today by the reporting on the Spanish royal family because, like, yes, it's an oversized blazer for a suit jacket. That's okay. It's not the first time she's worn an oversized jacket. Probably won't be the last considering it's a fairly new style. It's okay. Good conversation. It looks great. End of story? Question mark? That's how I feel about that. Um, So yeah, that's the deal in Spain. Um, Let's see, they have got a couple more events this week, none together, which, although really no one has anything together except for our next country. Um, So let's go ahead and move on to Sweden now. So that was the most smooth transition that I've ever done on this podcast. Um, It wasn't, but I was just done talking about Spain. So we moved on. So um, today we had a lot of different meetings today in the Swedish royal family. Um, We'll start with King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia participating in the second um, Global Child Forum Digital Action Lab, um, which was all focused about... um, young people's role in change-making, um, so, like, if you're not a super young person, um, the Generation Z, which I am not a part of, um, but, like, really the people that are born in, like, 2000 and later, um, are these incredible humans who, are sick of our nonsense about, like, oh, well, we'll do this and we'll talk about this and, like, no change ever happens. And so they've just, like, started creating change. Um, So, like, Greta Thunberg is a great example. Um, In the States, the um, kids from the, I think it's Parkland, like, school shooting, um, like, they have just been like, okay, enough of you people and your nonsense, like we're just going to get stuff done. Um, And that's what they've done. And so this meeting of the Global Child Forum was all about how to listen to young people, but also work alongside them. um, Because these young people have great ideas and great change ideas, um, and how to work alongside them to promote these changes that for the most part are usually pretty good for the world, um, especially around like climate and energy. Um, and so, like, they're just, they're on it. Um, and so that's what the meeting was about. Um, Queen Sylvia gave an opening speech. That was really good. Um, so that was their first meeting. And then King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel met with the Minister for Foreign Trade of Sweden, where they talked about, um, all things related to trade and exports and investments and things that just go way over my head, but is good for the Royal family to know. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so that was that meeting. And then after that, uh, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel met with business Sweden to talk more about trade and exports and the impact of COVID on those things. So lots of meetings, not a whole lot of details. I've basically read you verbatim what the Swedish Royal household says, um, which is really all anyone has because that was the press release. So that's what is going on in Sweden today. Um, they've got, let's see, is it tomorrow? It's not, it's not tomorrow. Um, we do have one, uh, county visit this week, but it I thought it was tomorrow. It's not, it's Thursday. Um, so we'll have that on Thursday. Um, but they have a full week. So that's really, that's really good. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on there today. And now that brings us to the end of the podcast. Please check out the Instagram, the Daily Royal. Um, I have updated it. It is completely up to date with all of the missing events, um, that I missed over the four day, break where the only thing for this podcast I was getting done was the actual podcast. Um, So I'm completely caught up to date again. If you're a Tumblr friend, I love you. I will be back tomorrow. Um, I took a week off from Tumblr, but I will be back tomorrow (laughs) and I'm not going to play catch up on there. I'm just going to start fresh Um, like I didn't take any time off, but I definitely did. Um, So life goes back to complete normal tomorrow. Um life pretty much has gone back to normal for me as of today but we'll add in some more social media stuff tomorrow and hopefully I'll be active again on Twitter and Facebook in the coming days. Um the only thing left is YouTube which has to be kind of like refigured out at the moment. Um I'm thinking new episodes will go up on Monday instead of Sunday. Um and I'm kind of debating like what I want those to look like right now. So I didn't like the way the first one turned out very much. So that'll be something that I play around with, which it always was going to be. So (coughs) um, yeah, that's something that I'm working on figuring out right now. But so with that, um, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Um please check out all the all the social medias. Uh, the Daily Royal is Instagram. Uh let's see, the Daily is the website. Um, yeah, just all of those good, amazing places. And I will talk to you tomorrow. But until then, have a great day. Bye.